listen harder. Hi, I'm Tanya. And this is Brandy. And you're listening to Listen Harder, the podcast. The podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a minute since we've recorded. Yeah. You don't know that because yeah, it's coming out every week. But exactly. for us, it's been a couple weeks because Tanya did, uh, she moved. Yes. And did a road trip. Did a road trip. And you're about to do a road trip. And I'm about to do a road trip, so it's going to be another hot minute. <laughs> and we haven't even launched yet. Yeah, so exactly. We will eventually. We have so many episodes. We will. It's going to be fun uh, for you guys to like listen back and like try to piece together like when we did things and yeah, yeah. Some of it seems like it was relevant to the time, so hopefully we get this out. Yeah, soon enough. I mean, but it still feels relevant. I I feel like it does. I feel like a lot of the things we talk about are just like kind of they have like relevance to what's going on in the world, but they're also like timeless. I um, think so. Yeah. yeah, someone, a caveman, or in the ancient Egyptian times, if they heard our podcast, yeah, they're they'd be changed. Exactly. <laughs> they they would be changed. Yeah, I, I, I I resonate with that. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's all like it, you. It's mostly like human condition stuff you know and things like that so, matters of the heart yeah things we're just always constantly pondering and mulling over and learning and then relearning and unlearning and all of that good stuff yeah um speaking of which i've had a lot of my mind recently um having to do with just having uh conflicting emotions i've uh i've been having a lot of emotions lately and a lot of them are just conflicting, and I think it makes it hard to mull through them when that's happening. I can give you a for instance. A lot of, like, um, I guess just, like, negative self-talk mm. about, like, things that have happened in my life where I feel, like, bad or guilty or, like, I could have been better. But at the same time having the opposite of that where I feel like I was not like that I did do the right thing um and then also feeling sad about a situation but also like grateful about the situation at the same time um and it's always hard when I have I've had a lot of moments in my life like that where I just feel conflicted like I'm just all over the place just wondering what that means. Obviously, it's normal, I think. I hope. <laughs> I think other people feel that way. I'm not sure. Yeah, um, there's a lot there. But, like, the one thing that stood out to me is, um, I, because we've, we've been talking about this, like, duality. Um, but I think a lot of times we like to simplify things and we say, I am happy. I am sad and like think that that encompasses our entire 100% of what we feel. Um, and if you say you're sad, people will assume that that means you are just utterly completely sad, but you can actually have more than one emotion at any time in any place in any moment. You're never really a hundred percent. Um, maybe sometimes I guess in, in like manic episodes or something, yeah. but. Um, even then, I guess it's not that, but, um, to allow ourselves to have all of that within one moment, you can be happy, you can be sad, you can be angry, you can be 
Oh, I don't know how the names of them are. I always feel bad about <laughs> But, like, you, you can have all of those at the same time. Um, and I think, I think of it like a percentage. Like, I'm 60% happy, 10% sad. Do you see a graph in your head right now? I do. <laughs> I do. I knew it. <laughs> a little Venn diagram. Yeah. Or not Venn diagram, but yeah. Yeah, just a circle. A circle graph. Graph. I, I should know a that. Pie chart. Hi, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> a little pie chart. Yeah. Of our feelings. That makes sense, though. It really does. Um, I just always struggle with it, especially with the, um, when, like, the self-talk comes in, like, the negative self-talk, which, like, when it starts judging the emotions like I said yeah judging. you judge your composition and you're yeah. like no this isn't okay to have this composition of emotions yes or to like I think even our own body doesn't or our mind rejects that there is a pie chart of emotions yeah and it's like you can't feel happy during a sad time you can't feel sad during a happy time if you're like, if something's going on, like if we, we put these things on ourselves and then we judge ourselves and make ourselves feel bad. Yeah. I mean, I know one of the darkest time periods of my life when my dad was sick, I also had some of my happiest moments yeah. and I was happy a lot of the time, even though I've never been sadder. Yeah. And somehow they both existed at the same time for a year and a half. Yeah. That's, and it's so strange. And like, you know, like I've, I've had times like that too. And then I do like sometimes guilt comes in or, or shame or, and like another, another thing I think that has, that came up with this when I was like feeling like conflicting emotions, which I guess doesn't really have anything to do with it, but it does for me in my situation is also the feeling of like, um, having to accept closure without like having closure and the way mm. that you want it or the way that I you know needed it for a situation um and I think that's like also what like made all of like these conflicting emotions come up but um that's another thing like I feel like sometimes people have a certain idea of like what closure needs to mean or be and so then they're not able to move on. So that was something I was struggling with a little bit. And I didn't even realize it at first. I was like just paying more attention to the emotions part of it and not realizing like, that that was like my real issue that I was having because you can't control anything outside of yourself or like other people or how other people think or feel. You can only control yourself and like what you think or, you know, yeah, I actually just had a conversation like this with another friend um, because she was struggling because another friend doesn't want to have like anything to do with her anymore, and um, it was difficult for her. And I was like, you know what? We can't control other people and how they feel about us. We can only like, and if we did something bad or wrong or hurtful to someone, it was like. I feel like the one thing that we can control is we can understand what happened. We can say we're sorry if we did something wrong. Um, we can ask for forgiveness. Um, then the important thing is to forgive ourselves. And then 
try to be better. Yeah. Like, those are really the only things I feel like in the end that we can control about anything, even if you didn't do anything wrong to someone, because for whatever reason, people cannot like you (laughs) or have an issue with you, or you could have done something that hurt someone that you didn't even, you were just existing, (laughs) and somehow that existence um, offended someone. And I think the same process still happens. Like, we can acknowledge that somehow something we did was hurtful for someone or just didn't work for someone. Yeah. We can say sorry in our own way for it. Yeah. It's just so, it's hard. Hard. Yeah. Because you, that's the only closure we can get on it. Like, we can't get closure. We can't wait for them to give us closure. Yeah. Also, like, you, like, yeah, the brain wants to put, like, a button on it and be like, all right, this is done. I figured it out. Like, this is why this happened. And this is why this person reacted in that way. And, you know, cool. Now I know all of, like, the information, so now I can move past it. But sometimes you just don't, you're not privy to all the information. You don't get to have all the information. And then also, like, then the emotions, the conflicting emotions, that's where it comes in. Because sometimes you have emotions where you're like, where are these coming from? Like, why am I even having these about this situation? And it's just so weird because then you have to, like, I guess, I mean, you don't have to figure it out. <laughs> no, but Tommy and I have to figure it out. Yeah. I think that might be, like, our greatest challenge is, like, not having to figure something out. Yeah. <laughs> I would love for the day when we could just not have to know. Yeah, I guess the answer could just be, like, cool, you're having these emotions. They just move on. Yeah. But like, I want to know why and, like, where they're coming from. <laughs> and I guess that's not something that necessarily needs to happen. It's just, like, it's just interesting, you know, like, to be in a situation and have have it dig up emotions. And then and then you have to ask yourself, too, or is this because of this situation? Or did this situation just trigger, like, <laughs> some unresolved thing that I've had? Yeah. yeah. Like... Then it just becomes like a deeper and deeper dive into like, and then know, next thing you know, you're like in your childhood, and you're like, "This is why I yeah. do the things that I do, and why I'm here in this relationship." Yeah, I and you know, I've had this, I've had this discussion with several people before. One of them was my my mom when I was younger. She she used to just be like, "You never grew out of the Y phase," which is. <laughs> Not wrong. I never yeah. really did. But, like, I've also had another person say before when I'm like, yeah, but I want to know, like, why I do this. And she was just like, does it matter? Mm. And I'm just like, <laughs> no, it doesn't. But also, <laughs> I would like to know. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, like, just having all the conflicting things, it makes it hard sometimes, too. Like, if you are in a happy moment, but you're also feeling, like, this underlying, like, sadness for something else, the where I struggle with it is like, I'm not, sometimes I'm not able to be fully in the moment that Mm. I'm in yeah, because I'm feeling all these different things at once. And so like one emotion will grab my attention when I'm in a happy moment and I'm trying to focus on the happy and then like the sad will be calling out to me like, but remember this thing like that you still don't, you haven't figured out. Yeah. I've like cried in the middle of concerts. Yeah. Something in my past just came up. This sucks. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm like, hey, this song's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just, I don't know. And I do, I guess, I guess the biggest problem 
I was having the situation was like the un the unresolvedness and being okay with things not having the endings that I want yeah. or need. And also, yeah, just being comfortable with people out there being like, I don't like her. Yeah, I think, yeah, we want to go and explain ourselves and say, you know, no, you don't have to feel this way about me. But yeah. that's, you don't get that. It's not. I think, though, it's something that we talked about on or off microphone. I'm not sure. Yeah. But um, about giving people space and letting us meet them where they are. So I think a lot of times, like, we get really hurt when other people don't like us. I mean, some of the people please are, um, and I'm really working on finding a better balance with that. Um, but I want to start trying to meet people where they are. And a lot of times, the people that may have, like, an issue with you or you had something happen between you guys, we can't expect them to be immediately healed or ready or have figured out because they usually it has something to do with their own personal growth and inner journey that they haven't figured out yet. And it might take them years to get there. And then one day, years from now, they're going to be like, oh, <laughs> my bad. <laughs> I yeah. should have, I didn't handle that way or I handled that right or I don't feel that way or maybe they'll never come to that, you know. But um, that's I, that makes me feel better about the situation. Just saying, I, they're not where they need to be for us to be more than what it is. Yeah, it's just, it's also, I totally agree with that. And I do agree too, like a lot of times things aren't personal when someone is, like even though it feels personal, it definitely has more to do with them than it does with you, like when there's situations like that, because it's something going on internally with them and it's how they perceive the situation. It's just so weird like the concept of duality but also like the concept of different realities existing because that's technically what's happening so in my reality like in this in a situation like i i cared for this person and i did everything i could to like avoid the situation and in their reality they're just deciding that i didn't care mm -hmm. and that that's their truth and that's just their truth and it's so weird because I know in my heart that I did yeah so it's just it's there's nothing I can do to like change that reality of that person because that's what they see and it's just it's just so weird I don't know it's and definitely I'm a people do this too so I do want to go and be like no because <laughs> when I thought about you I considered you yeah I tried to do everything right but yeah I don't know what else what I, I could have done, done. <laughs> except for not do the thing but then at that point that's not that's denying someone else their truth and yeah. reality yeah so it's just allowing it allowing that situation to exist and just being okay with it and then also to go back to you know the original thing is allowing the emotions to exist and like just kind of letting them be there and feeling them and also I guess, learning to kind of zone out a little so, like, that I'm not just attaching myself to, like, the negative mm -hmm. emotions. Or or you could also, the opposite way, just attaching yourself to the positive ones and ignoring the negative. Like, either way is harmful. Like, there's yeah. not, like you have to kind of, like, holistically, like, take a step back and look at all of them and be like, it's fine that all of these are here. 
I know I want to know why, but like I don't necessarily need to. I can just let them exist. And I think that's like what I'm trying to practice right now more and more and more is allowing them to come and go because you, I, you said something and I don't, I don't know if you said it while we were recording, but you said something that like, you know, we're not our emotions. Like that's not who we are. They're just like, they're things we experience. Yeah. Which is hard to remember sometimes. Yeah. Because they feel so predominant. Yeah. And they feel like they're you. Yeah. And same with your thoughts, too. Yeah. You feel like you think something, you're like, it's like you think it's your thought, but technically you think that thought defines you. Yeah. And that idea defines you. Yeah. But it's not because you can literally change your mind the next second and think something different if you want to. Yeah. So, like, obviously that can't be, like, the truth, but it's just feels that way yeah it kind of um i think one of the things this brings up is trying to learn to not attach ourselves to all of this so there's one thing of acknowledging it's true and its existence but not attaching ourselves to it and i think um that's the challenge is somehow going okay i know that this person doesn't like me yeah um and i know that I did something or I didn't do something that this person is using as a reason to not like me. So whether I don't think I did anything wrong or maybe I did do something wrong, whatever it is, this person doesn't like me. And instead of attaching ourselves to that, we can acknowledge it. And instead of attaching my guilt and my shame and my trying to fix it, you know, can we go talk to this person? I can convince them that this is fine, you know, um, not attaching to it. Yeah, that's hard. It's impossible for me. <laughs> it's very hard. But I see other people do it, and I it's one of the biggest things I admire when I meet a person that's not a people pleaser like me, and they don't give enough. And uh, it's beautiful. I mean, yeah. how you have so many enemies. Like, so many people don't like you, and you, they do care, but, like, not enough to not be themselves. Yeah. I know. Or to say what they need to say. Or, you know, maybe they're abrasive sometimes and they could not be. Like, I'm a people pleaser, but I don't try to, I don't feel fake. I'm not trying to be something I'm not. Yeah. But they're just not taking people into consideration. They're like, this is me. Feel free to buy it or not. (laughs) And then walk away. And I think there's something really beautiful about that. Yeah, I do too. I think for me, it comes down to where my people pleasing, where I want to work on it is when I'm sacrificing myself and my needs for the needs of other people. And I think that by myself doing that is how I ended up in the situation that I'm contemplating right now to begin with. Yeah. If I would have just been like, I don't want to do these things and I don't think this is okay and I don't think this is okay. And I think your behavior is not okay. Yeah. And before I like let you have that behavior because I didn't want to have conflict. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but if you would have just called and I know we're being very vague. Yeah. But that's fine. Like, yeah. Um, if we would have just called it out then. Yeah. And said, you know, what we're feeling or what we thought or just not tolerated some yeah. sort of behavior. Like, it would be 
seen the situation. That I, yeah, I don't think so because it's it's being authentic. It's like it's it's like, and I I don't know why that's so hard. I don't know why it's so hard to have those like discussions because when people have them with me, I'm always fine. Like if someone says something like, "Hey, you did this thing, and I really don't like it when you do that," and like if you could like maybe do this instead or blah 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 blah. And I'm always like, oh, my God, thank you for telling me, because otherwise I would have never known. And yeah, but then a lot of times when I have situations like that, it's like I just want to make this person comfortable. So I'm just going to like not, you know, bring up how I feel about it. I don't want conflict. I'm trying to avoid conflict. So (laughs) but then it just ends up not being great, you know? Yeah. And maybe that comes down to like. You know, what we were talking about earlier, it's like having all of these emotions at once, but I'm ignoring some of them and being like, no, that one is like, I see you there, emotion, <laughs> feeling like this isn't okay. Like, you, like I know that I don't feel right about this, but I'm going to ignore it and like just choose to pretend that I'm like happy or okay. And that's not good. You have to honor all of your emotions and at least look at them, you yeah. know? And I think it comes down to, too, is um, what we talked about, trying to control the other person. And this is a, by avoiding conflict, we're trying to control the other person because we're assuming how they're going to react yeah. or how they're going to feel. We really don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we're afraid of creating the situation that we're trying to avoid. Yeah. <laughs> okay, if I say this is person that they may now hate and we may have this issue, that goes on between us, you know, so let's just, I'll avoid it. I'll take on whatever, you know, feeling that sucks about it. And as long as they're okay. Yeah. But we don't know. And it's not, it's not, it's not something we should be allowed to try to control because it's someone else's. We're denying someone a reality because yeah. we think they can't handle yeah, or they're going to react in a certain way. And that happens all the time. I know certain people, and I'm like, I know this person would never be okay with me saying this to them. They're too fragile, or they'll never change, so what's the point in bringing this up? You know, or, you know, I could avoid this conflict, you know, just never have a closer relationship with this person. There's yeah. just so many reasons where... I think there's some situations where it's okay to maybe not, like, it just, but, but I think, I think if it's something, if there's ever a situation that's making, like, you personally uncomfortable or, like, you're denying your own needs or wants yeah. because of it, then I think then you have to kind of say something, uh, which is what I'm trying to get better at. <laughs> it's yeah. just, I, I never developed that stuff skill and I don't know why or how or, you know, I'm not sure. Like, yeah, I don't know how people develop that skill. Like, are you just born that way? Like, how? I don't know. I always, I uh, this summer I was terribly watching Jersey Shore, which I hate admitting that, but I whatever. I there's something so beautiful about some of the people on the show because they just don't care. like they say their truth, even though if their truth right then is just. A blip of emotion that's maybe just what they're feeling right then and maybe not what's going on. But like, there's something amazing about them just yelling each other in that moment or whatever. And then, you know, in the end, kind of being okay with it. I know this is a reality show, whatever. It's not true. There, I think like there are people that just don't, don't hold back. Yeah. 
and there's a balance. There's yeah. a balance between it because there's a lot of fighting and fist throwing and yelling that I don't think is necessary. Yeah, <laughs> but I do think like the the opposite can be just as bad sometimes. Yeah, sometimes you need a fight. That's true. <laughs> or it's not a fight, but um, I think we equate fighting and conflict with truth sometimes. And it, telling your truth or how you feel to someone doesn't have to mean conflict, mm-hmm. but we assume that it is. And I think that's part of the Yeah, point. or you feel like a burden. Yeah. Like, or at least I do. I'm saying. Like, if I'm like, <laughs> if I'm like, oh, I need something, like, yeah. <laughs> or I would uh, prefer to be like afraid of it being like emotionally needy and be like, oh, I don't feel good. We need to figure this out. You know? Yeah. Or like ever speaking up for anything. Like it's always just, it's more like, and I'm not saying I never do. I've had moments. And in the moments that I do, I always feel good, which is like, I should remind myself of that sometimes. Like when you got beat on at the <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I was at a festival. <laughs> And someone peed on me, and I sure did speak my truth in that moment. That was probably one of the only times that you saw, like, Tanya's bowl come out. Yeah, it was ridiculous. It was the youth. It was the youth. Yeah, young kids peeing on me. But I did speak my truth, and it was funny because I was... I was uh, mad for like three minutes, and then I started laughing because I realized how funny it was, which is cool. It was cool to like. She's got a great story. <laughs> yeah, it was cool like that. I realized it like in the moment, um, but it was nice to be honest in that moment too. To be like, I'm pissed about this. Like, yeah, you know, and then like have the person acknowledge that I was pissed, and yeah. It did feel good. I think one of the reasons why you and I hesitate too is I want, I feel like there is so much anger, especially 2020, there's so much anger, hate, negativity. Um, and I, I wanna, I wanna keep it at least balanced. So I'm trying to just pos- shove positivity, 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 like recalibrate, uh, offset all of the negativity that's happening and I associate that, like, being honest about things with negativity, and it's not always the same. No. And, or conflict, yeah. it's not always bad. Um, if someone's peeing on you, it's okay to yell at them. <laughs> like, what are you doing? <laughs> but I think so many times we just want to yell at people. You yeah. Know, when they don't necessarily need to be yelled at. Yeah, and I mean, every, yeah, definitely everyone's approach is different. For sure. But like there's there's just I it's just so crazy to think about like how many things how many times I've been uncomfortable and haven't said anything. And it's also like it's like I guess this is the this is also a good example of the kind of person I am. Like if there's there's a dog laying on me and that dog is comfortable, <laughs> right? But I'm completely uncomfortable. I will lay there for as long as that dog wants to lay there in that comfortable position, feeling uncomfortable because I care about that dog's comfort more than my own. And I don't want to, I don't want to move because if I move, Mm -hmm. then he's going to wiggle and not feel comfortable anymore. And that's something I like about myself. Yeah. I, I don't think you need to get that up. Yeah. And I think that there should be people in this world that are doing that. Yeah, I do. But I do think 
I do think like there's some kind of like balance and I know I'm not going to find the answers right now, but I do think my practice is definitely more finding like not being, not letting conflict um, or the fear of conflict or the fear of uncomfortable conversations like scare me yeah. out of like my truth because I've had so many like situations now where it's like evidence that doing that doesn't result in avoiding conflict. It brings it on. It brings it on. Maybe bigger. Yeah. Yeah. Tremendously. I think it's been my challenge too. It's finding out where that line is. And it's, it's partly, I've been trying to like go into my body and be like, what is my gut feeling about this? Mm. How do I actually feel about like, am I okay with being uncomfortable right now? Or, is this bad for me to be in a couple yeah. right now? And that's, I think it's been hard for me to identify that, but I've been getting better at it. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes you're going to make the mistake of, you know, one way or the other. Yeah. But hopefully, like, I, I see a graph in my head of, like, it's a line, and then there's, like, a wave line of <laughs> oscillating around it. Yeah. And I want that wave line oscillating tighter on the line yeah so like the more you you know you make these mistakes one way or the other but hopefully it'll one time like you know go right with the line yeah yeah i totally see that yeah tanya made the wavy line before i even finished so she (laughs) knew like i'm getting the pictures of it before like because i could see it that's why i was like you have a graph in your head right now because i could like see it in your head we're not going to talk about it now but time is magical <laughs> You'll learn as we go uh, that Tony's a magical being and she will always deny it. <laughs> You're just telepathic and just put an image in my head of the, of the graph. But no, I do think, and like, I guess, like, this brings it back to the name of our podcast and, uh, you know, what we're trying to do more. But what you said was by, like, you've been trying to get in your body and listen to your gut. And that resonates with me because it's even with like feeling all the conflicting emotions earlier. It's like you kind of have to sit with them. And you have to listen. You have to listen to all the emotions yeah. instead of quieting some of them yeah. like you do, or you know, feeling guilt about them exactly. or judging. Or like if you, if guilt does come up, like acknowledge it. just acknowledge it, but not not like not attach yourself to that. Because like I feel like guilt is such a difficult one. That for me, guilt is a difficult one. So when it shows up, I attach myself to it. And then, so then I'm only focusing on that and I'm not like listening yeah. to everything and I'm forgetting other things. And yeah, so it's, and also like, what is the, what is, why is the guilt here? Like, what is it trying to teach me? Mm-hmm. You know, because it's like, it doesn't just show up for no reason. There's, there's a purpose for all of the emotions. All of the emotions are providing information to you. Yeah. And it's important in like, it would be crazy if, uh, I went to, let's say I'm in the, in the army and I go to my commander and I give him the information about the, you know, people trying to invade us. I don't know. Yeah. And I only gave him one page of the 10 pages, right? Yeah. That's not enough information for him to make a good, like a defensive mm-hmm. a move. I don't know language about war. Um, <laughs> I read a lot of fantasy novels, though, so I can tell you what will happen if the souls come in. Um, but, <laughs> but, um, 
I think it's important that we sit there and we go, okay, this moment I have about 50 emotions. <laughs> so let's look at all these emotions. Like, why am I feeling sad at this concert? Like, let's, let's, let's give that a moment to understand it. Mm-hmm. And then we let it go. Yeah. So instead of attaching ourselves to it, we look at each one and we go, okay, thank you for that lesson. Thank you for that lesson. Thank you for telling me this. Thanks for coming. Like, yeah. Thank you for letting me feel this. Like, this is important. Mm-hmm. It's good to know that I get angry all of a sudden when people invade my space by peeing on me. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever it is. Whatever <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the more we start recognizing that, I think, that's when we can start making better decisions and fixing, re- rewiring things in our brain. Yeah. And also, like, maybe letting, just letting someone them go. Cause yeah. Because, like, like, if you're, like, denying them. And I think that's I think that's where my issue was. It's, like, some of the things I, like, I didn't want to feel. I'm, like, I don't want to feel this. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to feel this right now. Like, yeah. I, I just want the happy part to be there. Like, I'm happy right now, 90%. And yeah. 10% is, I just don't want to feel this. Yeah. Like, I want this to go away. And, you know, you don't get to decide that sometimes. And so, like, I think that's where, yeah, and, like, just not having control and things like that. But I think the answer is, definitely listen to what they have to say and what they're teaching us yeah and if you're listening to them that's how you uh change the balance later so if you want more happiness you have to know why you're feeling the happiness in your other moments so you can do the things to make you happy you're not happy by denying the other emotions you're happy Mm -hmm. by learning what makes you happy and doing more of that and finding out the things that upset you and finding ways to do less of that. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. not about denying what's there. Exactly. Which is definitely what people pleasing is. So <laughs> a lot. So definitely like I think that makes sense as to why I was feeling that way to begin with. So it's just I think the answer is listening and being more honest and I feel like the more and more that you can settle into your truth and like live your truth out loud, then the more whole whole you can feel. Like you're not denying any parts of yourself. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Hola. <laughs>